All right. Happy Sunday, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Trader Mindset Podcast. My name is Neil, and let's get started for today. So we're going to be talking about both the cryptocurrency and the broader market. And let's talk about the broader market because it is behaving a little bit differently than how it usually does. I've already talked about it. So if you've missed the previous episode last week, I've talked about it again, but uh, sorry, I've talked about it previously, but I'm going to talk about it again. So sit back, relax, and stay tuned. All right. So SPY. Friday, we had the dividend, which basically meant that, um, or Friday was also quad witching. So volume on Fridays are a little bit hard to decipher. I really don't look at volume on um quad witching just because it's usually abnormally high because of the options expiring and all that stuff if you don't know what quad witching is i highly suggest you google that and learn it on your own because those are the most volatile days and random things happen during quad witching so search that up but s&p 500 we are holding a very, or we are about to test a very critical support level, and that is the 50 MA. I use the 50 EMA. I just like it because it's a little bit more dynamic. The MA is more smoother, um, but EMA usually uh, reacts to price action a little bit better. But um, SPY is technically in a daily downtrend. Um, we saw that little bit of a bounce and then straight to a lower low. So we're looking for a weekly higher low compared to 434.72. Now, we are also testing the weekly EMA 12, which has been basically the bounce area for the past, I don't even know, like 9, 10 months. So that's one thing to keep an eye on. And the volume on um, the bear volume on SPY is definitely more significant than it has been in the past. Usually, excuse me, usually we see a quick hard drop and then a V shape. This time the drop lasted for over a week. Is it two weeks? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Yeah, two weeks. And. We still haven't found a bottom yet, which is different. I'm not saying it's a red flag, but it is different from the previous times we've seen it. And the previous times we would see maybe just like four or five days, so maybe a week of just straight drop, and then we would just V-shape because the bulls are there to buy the dip. It doesn't seem like that this time. So these are initial warning signs that I would have in the back of my head if I were you. And just take it day by day at this point. So what I look at is what is the most likely scenario? We just confirmed a daily downtrend. Okay, so now we're looking for a weekly higher low, right? So now the weekly EMA 12 is right around um, like that 439 area. So I would be looking for a potential short-term bounce in that area just because we've tested it for about 8 to 10 months previously so 
I'm pretty sure people are going to be buying the dip for this, but I would not expect it to V-shape like how it did before. I wouldn't be surprised if it does. If anything, SPY or SPY is notorious for V-shape recoveries. And I've said this before, like if you want one long-term position, it would be SPY. SPY is notorious for V-shape recoveries. But keep in the back of your head that this time, the drop has been a little bit more controlled, meaning that the RSI itself doesn't get very extreme like how it does in the previous drops. So with that RSI cooling off, I you could see a potential further leg down. So keep that in mind. QQQ definitely standing out as a pretty, you know... Um, what do you call it? weaker sector? Um, and another thing that I've noticed is that we're not seeing that rotation that has been going on for the past, honestly, since um, COVID lows, where we would see XLF running and QQQ consolidating, and then QQQ running while XLF consolidating. That's not happening. These sectors are hitting their low of the day at the same time, which is magnifying spy moves on both directions so both of them are bouncing at the same time and both of them are dropping at the same time so spy is becoming a little bit more exaggerated which is fine however this this bull break lack of follow-through is a minor red flag and i want to see something in terms of you know um uh, just an overall direction i am i don't have a solid you know, direction of where XLF is going. I wish I did so that I could play accordingly, but I honestly have no idea what's happening. Um, QQQ and XLF are positively correlating, meaning that they're both doing the same thing. So does that mean to play SPY or individual sectors that are correlated? I have no idea, but I'm playing this day by day. I'm not even playing XLF, but it is something to keep an eye on just in case um, all three, all three, or all major sectors are headed to their low of the day or whatever. Um, so that's XLF. But if we confirm, uh, you know, this is, are we in a daily downtrend? Too choppy for that. I have no idea. Uh, keep it simple. Keep it on the weekly time frame. <laughs> We could see a potential weekly head and shoulders. And if that confirms, we'll be looking for a monthly higher low compared to 34.90. And if that breaks, uh, we don't have much support until uh, $23. So let's see <laughs> what happens. But the most likely scenario is a monthly higher low. So let's see what happens. XLV has been has been pretty bearish compared to other tickers. Um, however, we are starting to bounce. We're looking for a bounce area. Uh, keep in mind that we've we need to form a monthly higher low compared to uh, man. Too many buttons right now. Sorry about that. Uh, we uh, compared to. 109.12. So 
plenty of space, but definitely ma- the majority of these sectors in the S&P 500 are consolidating. And that is making me more cautious of a monthly higher low. Now, that doesn't mean we're going to be, you know, the sky is falling. That just means that we're going to see some monthly consolidation, which is pretty much overdue. And potentially people will be adding to their longer term because it's just a monthly higher low. So that's where we stand in the broader market. And moving on to crypto, remember, these markets now are pretty correlated. Crypto market giving us clues on on the broader market and then the broader market giving us clues on, on the crypto market. One thing people need to focus on is these high-risk sectors so in terms of the highest highest potential risk is in my opinion probably would be the marijuana sector then would be the cryptocurrency um, market then it would be probably like you know electric vehicles and all those growth names like ARKK and Tesla and all that stuff. And then the least would be these indexes where I've pretty much known that, okay, they're a collective group that hold multiple companies, which is lowering the risk. Um, so they're all integrated. We just need to find which one suits best for you. <laughs> and you need to, you know, make sure how these sectors will you know, affect your timing in the market. So for me, I am looking for, particularly on Bitcoin, I'm looking for a weekly higher low. I don't know if we're going to find it anytime soon or if this, if the weekly higher low is already set. Uh, But yeah, I'm looking for a weekly higher low. I did add a little bit in the 45,000 area, uh, a break of that 45,000 you know, psychological. And if it further drops, I will probably add a little bit more because the retracement is still pretty um, healthy, in my opinion. So this could be a potentially weekly bull flag on Bitcoin. Um, Let's see what happens next week. But uh, overall, compared to the broader market, cryptocurrency is standing much stronger. Um, which is a high risk, uh, high reward type of, you know, class. And to parallel that, uh, so is, you know, Tesla and other growth sector names. So that is something to keep an eye on. The high risk, high reward names are, are definitely holding up much stronger than the broader market. And that is pretty impressive in my opinion. Um, but other than that, we have a few things to keep an eye on, which is, um, you know, this potential thing that's happening with um, in the Indo-Pacific with trade and all that. China's um, Evergrande, um, whatever that is, China's Evergrande thing. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not uh, hip about that, but... We'll see. We'll see. Take a day at a time and we'll see where we head to. Uh, As I've said, 
Bitcoin potential weekly bull flag, Ethereum giving a little bit of red flags, but a potential weekly cup and handle on the USD. Ethereum Bitcoin equilibrium on the daily broke bullish and then broke bearish. And that is a kind of a red flag in my opinion. But we'll just take it day by day and see where we head to. Um, the best case scenario is next week there's a potential bounce and Bitcoin sorry, a potential bounce in the broader market and Bitcoin follows that strength. Um, but that's all you can hope for right now. So, I hope you all have a great weekend and I will see you next week.